happy CrossFit day, everyone. It's Thursday, the, oh dear, 3rd of August, and the CrossFit Games, as I record this, has started. I'm recording just after the women have done event one, and we're waiting for the men to get going, and there were two things that I've been thinking about this evening that I wanted to share. So hopefully another quick podcast for you, just to sow some seeds and maybe get you thinking about a couple of these issues as well. The first one is last night, Don Fall, the CEO of CrossFit, and Dave Castro got together for an announcement speaking about how the games, the individuals and the teams were going to be broadcast on ESPN. And in that um, meeting, in that press conference, spoke about why it was that the stream available for the age group and the adaptive athlete uh, categories which have been going on for the last two days was such utter garbage. Um, If you tuned in, you'll have seen it was one static camera pointed at the entirety of North Park, so far away, so grainy in resolution, um, that you couldn't see a single competitor. It may well have not been there. It was ridiculous and would have been really disappointing if you were tuning in to see someone. Um, A friend of mine mentioned that someone from his box was competing, had won the age group category the last two years, I think it was, so I was tuning in to try and find her, see her, um, encourage and support her, and it was annoying for me. I can only imagine how annoying it would have been for people who are family, people who are friends, people who were going to the same box as them. Now, the valid part of what they said was that really they've just got limited resources and they can only allocate it in certain directions. So they made a judgment call that that's how they were going to broadcast the age group and the adaptive divisions and focus all the money and the resources on teams and individuals, which I think is a valid thing. It's valid that they can only uh, afford to do certain things, so they spend their money as they see fit, as they choose. But here's what's invalid. Here's here's what was a massive no-rep, is that if they knew that was going to be the case, then why didn't they tell anyone beforehand? Why didn't they let friends and uh, family and um, people who go to the same box as these people who were competing, who tuned in, expecting maybe not like a Sean Woodland blow-by-blow commentary on everything, but to actually be able to see their loved ones, their friends, their families, their box mates competing? Why didn't they let them know beforehand, basically, that this stream was an absolute waste of time? Or better still, if it was genuinely about resources, why not just let one man with a camera, not paid by CrossFit, just give him a Wi-Fi dongle and the freedom to go and film it all? I genuinely think CrossFit Llanelli Media could have done a job with an internet connection and a phone streaming it. It would not have cost CrossFit a penny. That individual, it would have cost them time but they would have presumably been able to make that money back because of everyone who wanted to watch this would have tuned into their stuff. It would have given them prominence. I just don't think that even though they've given a valid reason, they've actually thought it through. 
If they knew this was going to be the case, why didn't they tell people beforehand? And it needn't have been the case when you could just say to Joe Bloggs, you're free to go and film whatever you want from these guys over the next couple of days. By the looks of it, they didn't tell um, a lot of the media people either that this was going to be the case. People like Be Friendly Media or uh, Craig Ritchie and that lot. Um, because it seems like they weren't about capturing any of this footage either, which means that some of the stories are never going to be told. Some of the uh, PRs and event wins and things like that will never be seen, which I think is really sad. Okay, that's point one. The second one is just thinking about uh, this year we got three veteran women, people who have all stood on the podium, coming back who weren't competing last year. So there's obviously some big absences from the top ten from last year. Tia Claire, Mal O'Brien, um, Hayley Adams not competing this year. So some people get to move up the rankings just by virtue of the fact that they're not here. But you've also got the return of Annie Thora's daughter, Catherine David's daughter, and Jamie Simmons, three people who have stood on the podium before, uh, two of them multiple times, who weren't competing last year, who are gonna be presumably, potentially, jockeying for positions in that top 10. But now I just wanna highlight one thing, that I think one of them is entirely different to the other two. None of them were competing last year, but Annie stands out for me that the reason she wasn't competing last year is because she was competing in the team division. She finished third two years ago, decided to compete in the team last year, didn't do great, but immediately came back in individual competition and came second to Tia Claire Toomey at the Rogue Invitational. So, to my mind, she stands out, head and shoulders above the other two. The reason Catherine and Jamie weren't here last year is because they tried to qualify and they didn't qualify. So, to my mind, they've got a lot more to prove. To be fair to Catherine, I think she's more suited to the game's environment, the grindiness of it all, the event after event after event, the, the long weekends. So, maybe it's in the games that really her true colours shine rather than shorter things like semi-finals and regionals and what have you. But there's three women there. To my mind, Annie Thora's daughter stands head and shoulders above the other two. She didn't have a year out last year because she was um, not good enough. She had a year out last year because she was testing herself elsewhere. And immediately after the game, she proved herself. So will any of those three, will all of those three make the top 10? I think Annie definitely will. I think Catherine maybe will. I'm really not uh, too hopeful that Jamie will even make it into the final day. But there we are. What do you think? Let me know in the comments. And hopefully I'll record another one of these tomorrow. Okay, peace.